0: table reads with sean McBee, jeff lewis and joshua baker
1: oh fuck guys we're back
2: oh fuck how did we get here jesus jeff what the fuck are we doing
3: uh i have decided to hunker down in this hotel uh george sent his goons uh <laughs> tell me to stop making fun of his first because he was a little baby when he wrote it
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow kill the children <laughs> I mean, Man, I, uh, I want to he, beat
3: up my best friend, Scotty.
1: He already made THX 1138 and American Graffiti, right? Did he make a American Graffiti by this point? This is early. It's 1974, so maybe not.
3: Yeah. I but mean, if he did, still, yeah, he could take a punt.
1: Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, So, you know, I just can't wait to get back into it, guys. So let's do that.
0: Previously on Table Reads
1: So instead of Jedi, we have Dai Nogas Instead of Sith, we have the Legions of Letau. The Empire is a Kingdom, proper burial of a Slain child is being put in a shallow Grave and exploded, and beyond That, we have met the following Characters, Justin Valor Akira Valor, Bink Valor, 10 Deceased, an unnamed Legionnaire Of Letau, a pilot Chick One, King Sun Hat, Mara Horus, Kleeg Oxus, Bamoji Espa, Controller Officer, Vantos Call, Darth Vader, King Chaos, Oeta, 7, Alive, Puck, 5, Alive, Amber, A. Zavos, Count Sandage, Luke Skywalker, Mir Nash, and Grand Moff Tarkin, and we're almost on page 15. Not that I have much idea what is actually happening, but when we left off, King Chaos was convincing Luke Skywalker, the Age General, to say hi to a princess instead of rushing back to war.
0: Fade in.
1: What'd you guys think?
2: Fucking. <laughs> that was fucking killer, dude. 9 out of 10 would listen to again.
1: That's... When you list them all out like that, it's kind of insane. That many characters in 14 pages? I've read entire screenplays that didn't have that many characters. Anyway. Courtyard. Palace of Light. Tanawi. A large four-seat speeder sits gleaming in the sun-soaked courtyard. The Princess Zara, about 14 years old, already a new character, possessing a soft beauty and iron will, is embracing her mother, Queen Breha, a warm, silver-haired matron. There are tears in the princess's blue eyes. Oeda and Puck jump around inside the speeder, disrupting the efforts of the one-armed Amber to pack several plexiform cases. Sorry, that's plaxiform cases. Zara embraces the king as he approaches with the general. Any little girls? Um, rephrase that, please. Any little girls? <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine, I'll, I'll be Zara. Oh, Daddy, I'll miss you so. The semester will
3: be over before you know it. You'll have the grand time. There are so many new things to learn. I wish I were going.
1: He gives her a fatherly smile, and she hugs him again. The general stands rather formally to the side. The princess, her long auburn hair tied in braids, moves to the general, and he bows before her. May your studies do you honor. Zara is somewhat embarrassed by the general's formality. And can only manage an awkward smile before returning to her parents at the speeder.
3: Harry Zara, you must make it to you before nightfall.
1: The princess's maids in waiting, Alana, a short stocky girl, and Mina, more comely, somewhat that same stature as Zara, with long dark hair, giggle and straight <clears throat> giggle and straighten Zara's dress before she enters the speeder. The princess and Mina hug Alana, whose giggles have turned to tears. The two boys scramble out of the speedster, speeder, as Amber helps the princess and her maid into the back seat. The speeder is piloted by a trooper of the first, the first order. Bum, 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 bum. Still got that one. <laughs> Uh, is piloted by a trooper of the First Order. Amber jumps into the seat beside him, and the speeder starts with a low buzzing sound. The princess waves to her family, and Mina waves to Alana as her speeder slowly glides out of the courtyard. War Room, Underground Fortress, Tonawi. The huge war room is a mass of glass enclosures, electronic wall displays, monitors, and computer stations. General Skywalker enters a control station followed by a convoy Convey of military aides of various ranks As the group hurry through the crowded room men rise and salute the new arrivals The general stops before a giant display of the galaxy Small symbols flash on and off over various portions of the big board The general studies it intently Montross Captain Montrose. Montross a new character. One of the general's aides snaps to attention. Sir?
3: What's the TQ on this? The last frigate to leave
4: Granicus was at 2340, sir. Have any ships at all left the planet? Check with the guild on Norton 3.
3: At 2400, a full battalion of star destroyers left for what is projected to be Anchorhead or a nearby system.
4: And no word for the Oxus. He should have reported by now.
1: Captain Prue. An older, academic-looking aide steps forward. Sir! What do you make of this? A battalion is... Wait. A battalion is invasion force, but the Royal Galactic Kingdom controls that entire part of the galaxy. A revolution, maybe. At any rate, they're going in the wrong direction to be any trouble for us. The general ponders this for a few moments, then speaks almost to himself. I don't know. It doesn't look feel good.
3: Put him on alert!
1: (laughs) (laughs) A loud uproar is heard on the far side of the war room. Everyone turns to see a foreign-dressed warrior pushing his way past several guards and war room bureaucrats. The warrior, with his long hair tied in an odd bun on the top of his head, Is Akira Valor. He is followed by his son, Justin, who rudely pushes the pesky bureaucrats out of the way. It's restricted! You'll have to wait, etc.
3: Get out of my way, boy, before I grind you into the
1: surface. Etc. Etc. (laughs) Etc. As the dauntless Akira approaches the general, the guards stop in bewilderment as General Skywalker rushes up to the warrior and embraces him. The two die warriors laugh jubilantly and slap one another. As As the aides and bureaucrats look on in amazement. Akira Valor, you old muscle rat, what
4: a sight! We heard that you had been executed... So the Garakta
3: kingdom would have you bereave. I've been in the... I've been in the castle system. You remember real Justin?
1: Akira pushes his arms around his son, puts his arms around his son, who has been making eyes at one of the cute young female aides. He bows before the general.
4: He takes after his mother.
1: (laughs) It's
3: so
4: good to see you.
3: It's wonderful to be with another die again. There are so few of us left.
1: <laughs> the cute aide goes back to her duties, flirting with Justin as she passes. The young warrior pinches her on the ass, which startles her, but she goes on like nothing has happened. What a
2: sight! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sexual harassment in these parts.
2: Sexual
1: oh. harassment! <laughs> The two die stand looking at one another, hardly believing the other is real. Finally, the general realizes his aides are standing around, gawking at the two, at the duo. Wake up, gentlemen. You're on alert. Keep me posted on that battalion. Control Station, Underground Fortress, Tanawi. The general, Akira, and Justin enter a small, glass enclosed <clears throat> control office. They sit, and an awkward silence ensues as each man waits for the other to speak. I will come for Wait, your wait, help. wait, 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 wait. What, who, who talks first? Do, do I talk first? Do, do you talk first? It, it's hard Me? to tell with the mask. Force Awakens! Never mind. <laughs> 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 wait, what, what part? who are you referring to? That's uh, a callback. Poe po Dameron talking to uh, Kylo Ren at the beginning of the movie.
3: Oh, that's right. Because just staring at him. An
1: awkward silence ensues as each waits for the other to speak.
3: Oh, okay. I get it now. That's a great joke.
2: Edit out our silence. <laughs> Are you kidding? This awkwardness no. is oh, the greatest that's thing. That's why they pay the big bucks, bro. Go to this
3: go to this part. <laughs> what a great callback. <laughs>
1: there you. <go>. All right. <laughs> fucking read <Anyway>. the thing.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Overcome for your help. Anything you ask,
2: you're a die brother. We are one. Alright, everybody strap in. Here we go, here we go.
3: <clears throat> my friend, we've been through so much together. I've been through so much since we st- since we parted. Fuck. I've- i lost so much. The regions of Leto have chased us halfway across the galaxy. There is no refuge. One day, they will come here. Take my son as y- your duo learner. He would be a die. I've trained him from birth. He's reached the fifth stage. He fought in the Cassilian Civil War and commanded a Hubble expedition to the Cone System. He is a good boy, Rook, and one hell of a fighter. The gen- I said so much nonsense. <laughs> yep. In fucking ten short sentences.
1: <laughs> you know what? The one that stood out to me the most was he's reached the fifth stage. Like that's just fucking garbage. And I guess it's not Padawan,
2: it's Juwo Learner. That's not even his final form.
3: And
1: then the Cassalian Civil Wars, Hubble
3: Expedition, Cones.
1: What the fuck is any of this shit? The cone system is where uh Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd come from. Oh, that's right. God, how quickly they forget. <laughs> the general looks down somewhat embarrassed he scratches his head then smiles
4: old friend you do me too much honor i was never a match for you why don't you finish his training yourself i'm too old rook i can't go on you must finish it what kind of talk is this you're not the old valor i remember too
1: old akira valor suddenly ignites in a rage and swings his left forearm down with a mighty blow across the solid chrome desk chrome desk Mm. that the general is sitting at the old die warrior's forearm cracks in two spewing forth wires and many fine multicolored electronic components the artificial limb flops lifelessly to valor's side the warrior rips open his tunic, revealing a plastic chest stuffed with flashing electronic parts.
3: Oh, that's fucking cool. This is Sorry. awesome.
1: That's what the fuck?
3: Fu- oh, Sorry. yeah. This is dope. I'm not the same. There is nothing wrapped but my head and right arm. I've lost too
1: much, Rook. I'm dying. So... Like, 20 years ago, when I read all the drafts of Star Wars, this scene was one of the only things that remained constant through all of them. Uh, okay. And it wasn't always this character. In one draft, it's Luke. In one draft, it's Obi-Wan. Uh, it. But there's always some old dude who smashes his his arm on the thing and says that all that's left of him is one arm and a head. Um, and I... I always, in my head canon, before Episode 3 came out, thought that carried through into Vader. Vader is just a head and a hand and a a respirating suit. That's
2: some real shit. Uh, It's fucking rad to see the the development.
1: Yeah, it's uh, interesting. The other thing that stays true throughout, and this is kind of amazing, um, at least in my memory, is all of 3PO and R2's dialogue every draft after this one has R2 speaking in the bleeps and the boops but all their dialogue is the same as in the final movie from what I recall like
3: the beats and the boops are what they're supposed to be saying in the script
1: yes so like, oh. you, you can you can read this script and then go watch Star Wars and know exactly what R2 is saying to 3PO. Because all 3PO's lines are the same and R2 responds in the same space, but with words in this draft.
3: That's fucking cool. That is cool.
1: Yeah, um, I can't wait for them to show up, honestly. Uh where are we? The general bows his head in sorrow for one of the greatest warriors in the galaxy and a dear friend. I'm sorry.
3: I'm sorry. I keep losing control. I'm very tired. Take my son. The Dinobus must survive. <coughs> we must pass it on. Only a die can stop Sunhot. We're very old, Luke. A new generation of Dai must be started. Take him. Teach him the way of the Dinogus.
1: Captain Montrose bursts into the office and somewhat excitedly salutes the general. Sir, we picked up something. An asteroid or solid comet moving away from the anchorhead system. <laughs> War Room, Underground Fortress. Tonawi. You know, um, I've always sort of as a star wars fan been a little uh critical of Alec Guinness for like publicly hating this and thinking that every line yeah. he was delivering was nonsense but yeah. that's from the prism of someone who grew up with star wars and and like it's it makes sense to me it's ingrained in me but if you if he was reading that script the way we're reading this i get it it's kind of bullshit. I mean, I got to apologize for to Alec Guinness. Like, I I really, really get it. I
3: refuse. I refuse.
1: War Room, Underground Fortress, Tanawi. The General rushes out of the control, control station and back to the giant galactic display. He is followed by Montross, Akira, and Justin. Are you sure it's not the battalion?
3: a solid object it's as big as our third moon
1: fuck i already forgot this guy's voice oh yes, fancy yeah it's too large to be man-made and it's too slow to be a comet analysis it's too far out
4: i'll be the king report as soon as you can get a reading on it captain valor from now on stick close to me
1: The older Valor smiles and puts his good arm around his old friend. Dining Chamber, Palace of Light, Tanawi. King Chaos moves his arm around Breha's waist as they stand on a balcony, watching two giant twin suns in the green sky disappear behind a distant dune range. The general enters, rather in a rush, followed by the young Valor who is now dressed in the white uniform of the Tanawi Star Force he still wears the distinctive chrysalian hair knot they bow before the king
3: aren't they beautiful general always and never the same you're just in time for dinner
4: i have come for other reasons Good.
3: relax general we will discuss it but over dinner there are times luke when i find you a bit too rigid is this your new disciple
1: Justin is ill at ease and bows again. Justin Balliser. Where's
4: your father? He left for the spaceport at Gordon to visit an old friend, Han Solo, the Aurelian. <laughs> We're becoming quite a refuge.
1: The group sit at a large table and food is brought in by servants. They eat. Justin is nervous and watches the general to make sure he is being proper.
4: My lord, several events have occurred which lead me to believe we are in imminent attack of danger of attack. There is no longer time for discussion and debate. What events? Arxis, our best agent, has disappeared in the Galactic Empire. There is unusual military traffic in the S-4 sectors. Unless you have direct, concrete proof of a pending
3: attack, there's nothing I can do.
4: By the time we have proof, it may be too late.
3: Luke, I'm leaving tonight for Amsel. I'm meeting with the full assembly first thing in the morning. I'm not going to approve the Alliance Treaty. And then I will get your defense measure approved. Just be patient. You will have the war
4: code. Tomorrow may be too late. My lord, I need the war code now. We must get our forces into space,
3: but it must be done legally with everyone's approval. Tomorrow you will have that. I doubt the new galactic kingdom would attack before receiving our answer. The separation of war powers is the one condition upon which you assume commander of our forces. You are a friend, Luke, and I trust you. But you're also an outlander who controls a great deal of power. I can't forsake my oath any more with you than you can. Just be patient. You will have the code tomorrow.
1: Oh, all this, uh, this red tape is just gonna fucking drive everyone crazy. This is gonna be great.
3: They should talk about war codes and treaties.
2: Wait, let's just do that again for... Nine episodes, right? Ah, oh, they'll love it.
1: This this was half a fucking uh, beat away from this guy asking him to fill out forms in triplicate and file them with the proper at the proper window
3: or if you see it from the other end it's Luke Skywalker being like yeah let's go kill him and he's like well that's that's war and I have to go through the UN for that he's like yeah but it'll be too late let's kill him now it's like, okay. kill him now wow
1: <laughs> Captain Montross enters the large chamber and bows before the king I bring a report
3: to General Skywalker my lord you may deliver it sir the asteroid has disappeared from our scopes there is no trace of it were they able
1: to analyze it it never came within range sir the general rises quickly followed by captain valor
3: who was general
1: is am i the general there was no general before yeah They're he's general, general skywalker right yeah, it's it's skywalker i don't know oh why he god. put general for this okay. one line
4: thank god excuse us my lord We'd better get back. I will wait patiently for the approval.
1: Like I fucking told you to. (laughs) What a good (laughs) boy. The general and Montross exit the chamber. Valor takes one last bite of his dinner, then dashes after his mentor. War Room, Underground Fortress, Tanawi. The general sits rigidly facing the big galactic display board. Several aides and bureaucrats rush to and fro, ignoring the general. He is asleep. Captain Prue approaches the general and snaps to attention. The general's eyes open.
4: What are the results?
1: Negative, sir. Are you sure? Absolutely.
4: It's just not possible. Something that size can't just disappear without a trace.
1: Check it again. That's the tenth negative, sir. I said check it again. Captain Prue retreats to a computer station. The General looks around for Captain Valor. Valor! Everyone near the General turns, but Valor doesn't show. Where is that boy? Montross? Montross rushes up to the General and snaps to attention. Page Captain Valor. Montross goes back to his station, and a few moments later, Captain Valor is paged over the PA system. The General waits, watching the big board. Eventually, Justin stumbles out of an enclosed computer closet, fastening his pants and tucking in his tunic. A moment later, the cute female aide rather sheepishly exits the computer closet. She also is in the process of putting her uniform back together. Justin rushes up to the general and snaps to attention. The general lets him stand there for a moment, not acknowledging his presence. Then, suddenly, without warning and in one masterful flash motion, the General stands, grabs a small baton attached to his belt, which immediately ignites into a four-foot glowing laser sword, and swings at the young warrior's head. In an equally quick movement, Justin ignites his laser sword and blocks the General's blow. Everyone in the war room is surprised and startled. After a moment, they rush to the General. Justin and the General stand motionless for a few moments, with laser swords locked in midair, finally the general grins and Justin hesitantly relaxes. They lower their swords and turn them off. He was gonna fucking kill him. It's <laughs> fucking rad, dude. He's I love this. I love this version of the Jedi. Like <laughs> fucking kill a sixteen-year-old kid in the middle of a command deck of a king ship. I think he was gonna cut it. You know, stop his lightsaber just shy of his head. He's just he's gonna. He's gonna cut his
2: foreskin off. Oh it's, it's the laser Jedi, briz. The Jewish Jedi tradition. Laser Briz.
1: <laughs> Bar mitzvah. That's much much later. Josh.
2: Whatever. I don't know anything about Jewish people. I know that they run everything.
1: My wife what? uh <laughs> my wife uh teaches at an Orthodox Jewish preschool, so I know all all kinds of the Jewish. Stuff. I
2: wish I did because I'm super into fucking Jewish women. Like I love the way that they look and act. Like super fucking into it, but I never had the opportunity. So it's kind of like sad. F- like Fran Drescher. Dude, I don't know what the fuck it is, but I am super fucking into that shit. Like <laughs> mm, another security question answered. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, You are trained well, but remember, a die must be single minded, a discipline your father obviously never learned, hence your existence. Clean yourself up. Discipline is essential. Your mind must follow the way of the Nogus. So they're still celibate in this religion. Interesting. Or they're supposed to be. It won't happen again, sir. There
1: are many new. General General Skywalker, White Com. Uh, the general moves. To, I I I read that and then was like, well, who's gonna read the direction?
2: <laughs> I'm reading turn, it myself. <laughs> You're up to bat, man.
1: <laughs> the general moves to a control station and picks up a phone. A phone in the Star Wars universe. Hello. A phone. <laughs> oh, is this the Death Star? <laughs> yeah, that's me, me. Sir, Captain Oxus has just been admitted to back. What's his condition? No data, sir. I'm on my way. MedVac emergency room, underground fortress. Tanawi. Captain Valor waits in an outer chamber as General Skywalker rushes into the MedVac emergency room where several doctors are working on the prostrate Oxus. What's his condition? Is he conscious? I'm
2: Oxus, so if anybody wants to be doctor. Okay, I'll be doctor.
1: <clears> hmm, <throat> uh, What should this doctor sound like? Mm. <clears throat> oh, I got, it, I got it. I got it. Partially. We'll be all right. A few bruises. He'll be all right. A few bruises. Primary exhaustion. Mm. Oxus thrashes no, around in a semi-conscious state. He sees the general. What happened, boy? What's going on?
3: The Royal Star Force. It's already going on its way. Not far behind me. They're going to
1: attack. Are you sure?
3: I have tapes. A giant space fortress.
1: He struggles to give General Skywalker his ring. As big as our third moon. Bigger.
3: It's unlike anything I've ever seen. Sophisticated deflection
4: systems. Works in opposition to the suns. Then they will show up
1: on our screens at sunrise. They'll attack before that. The general rushes into the outer chamber where Captain Valor is waiting for him.
4: Take the fastest land speed of the Carthos. Pick up Princess Zara and only Princess Zara. Return by way of the Great Reef. Most speed. Most speed? That Most say speed. it.
2: Most that's speed, bro. What, that's, what, that's
3: what all the kids were saying on the playground when we
1: were playing Star Wars. <laughs>
2: speed bro
1: can i uh just bring up like the uh the whole idea that they're describing the death star before you see it like that's so lame compared to big reveal yeah like that's no moon right yeah right that, that was yeah. Here, let me let me tell, let you, tell you all about it. It's uh, it's like a, it's a little bigger than a moon. It uh, it works in opposition to the suns. Don't know what that means. It's
3: well, I, and and like in relatively, like if you're looking at the Death Star, if I'm watching it right, and I know I'm watching this space epic, like if I were just to see it, I'd just be like, like is that big? Like, in this universe, is that a big thing? But, like, in Star Wars, when they describe it, like, oh, it's near that moon, and they're like, that's not a fucking moon, dude. He's like, nah, it's too big to be any kind of a spaceship. They're telling me that that's really fucking big. And this one, he's like, immediately, like, it's big. He's like, bigger than a moon? Like, <laughs> 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 like, like, Are you like, sure that's a big thing, sir? Yeah, like, he's, like, he's, like, trying to one-up him. He's like, oh, yeah, dying man, is it bigger than a moon? What? He's like, yeah.
1: Also, the it's weirdly specific. I heard it's yeah, as he big did. as our third moon. Yeah, yes, like, but yeah. not as big yeah. as the second moon. Not that's quite fucking,
0: there.
2: S- that's fucking stupid. Because he he's not like is like is it bigger than this ship we're on? He's just like, yeah. What is it bigger than a moon? <laughs> One finger,
1: two two, right? Three, three fingers. <laughs> Guess how big it is. Is it bigger than a fleet? Yes. Is it bigger than a sun? Back it up now. <laughs> the doctor's in the back like he's dying. Stop guessing. <laughs> uh, I forgot where we are. Uh oh. Valor exits and the general goes to an intercom and pushes several buttons. <laughs>
2: Sorry. Montrose. Oh, I don't, I'm not
3: Montrose. Just No, you just say my name. <laughs> I totally fucking lost
4: where we are. Montrose! Yeah, there you go. Sir! Full alert, everything. Get the royal family back here.
3: The princess is at Cathos. Cathol- Ch-
4: there are no transports. I've already sent Captain Valor for her. Contact the king, first priority. He's probably still en route to Amsel. Use the scan com. I'm on my way.
1: There are so many places. Why are there so many places?
3: (laughs) You said so much.
1: (laughs) I... uh, Why are there... in, In Star Wars, you have Tatooine, Alderaan, briefly, and the Death Star, and the forest moon of Endor. Four locations. This shit just named four fucking locations that are going on right now, just in this one scene.
3: Is is there a word that's been created for describing the opposite of an exposition dump? Like, is there a word for when the 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 the, uh, the movie expects you to know all of these things, like you encounter it on a daily basis, and feels no need to explain any of it?
1: Imposition. Hey, <laughs> nice. There you Fucking know. nice. Yeah. That was all right. So with that.
0: Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors.
4: What's up, docs and Yats, Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here. And if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey,
0: what the fuck? Here, watch your language,
4: bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on YouTube.com slash Ferris Wheelhouse 2. Or just use the hashtag Looney Tunes Critic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. You've been
0: listening to the Looney Tunes Critic. He a stinker. So the movie's kaput, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel.
1: Now, back to Table Reads. So this is the part where we would normally like discuss what we just read and like make some analysis. But let's face it, none of us have the first fucking clue what's happening, right? I've,
3: I've understood everything perfectly. This is Ames, are on the Cancoms. Orox uh, is dying. Uh, Chaos is the king, and he's got a daughter, and then another daughter somewhere else, and the kid, the wife. This makes perfect sense.
2: Dude, that clip of audio that you just said could be like, the whole fucking episode <laughs> like welcome back to table reads and then that clip
1: and that describes the whole fucking episode <laughs> it's what it's like george lucas was fucking a casting director who got paid per person that they cast and so he was just like, I'm just gonna put all these fucking characters in. That bitch is gonna get so paid and I'm gonna get so laid.
3: So I'm thinking of starting my own actors union. So like if I need a lot of people and I need them to technically be actors.
1: We're we're gonna start the the like a a, a SAG adjacent organization. The screen actors department this the sad <laughs> and it so
0: is fade in
1: war room underground fortress fortress Tanawi. the war room is on full alert everyone is attention is at attention waiting for the command that will put each of them into action uh one second uh the general enters a communication center followed by many aides let's name them all (laughs) captain montrose and the com aides salute we're having a problem getting through sir there's a great deal of interference it could be jamming try a surface link through AMSA. the aides go back to comlink systems to try to get a line through to the king we should be able to spot them at sunrise That's not too far off.
4: They'll attack with sunrise. Until the king gives us the code to start the war computers, we'll just have to sit tight.
1: All units are on alert, sir. Have you made contact yet? This is one hell
4: of a way to run a war.
1: Sir? Okay, I just want to point out. He says, have you made contact yet to Montrose. He says the next part to himself. And Prue responds.
3: Should I? Should I? Am I okay to be laughing as much as I am at the idea of a space king when the real movies just have a space emperor? But for some reason, space king is funnier.
2: I love space king. <laughs> okay, all right, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> space king is fucking. Are you the king of the solar system? No, the king of space. <laughs>
3: this
1: <laughs> <particular> <laughs> space. <laughs> I'm so, the king of the space given that Leia is a princess, it does imply that there are space kings.
3: Space kings, <laughs> yeah, but she's princess of a planet. Th- this guy is space king. Like he's not like king of a planet. If there is a
2: king lack of, of matter and a vacuum and darkness. He's the king of it. <laughs> he's
1: like, I ain't got no jurisdiction on this planet, but up there, <laughs> I'm king. You know what? I- I like that. I'm gonna go ahead and declare that. I'm Space King. Wow. I've been rubbing elbows with royalty. I may not have power here on the planet, but get me into space where Tom Cruise is legitimately shooting a movie, and I will be king. I mean, you are like the
2: the head guy on a, a, a star girl podcast. That's true. That is true. It makes sense. It only follows that you are also Space King.
3: <laughs> I've been like dwelling on the Space King bit because I'm like, well, in the real movies, there's an emperor
1: and space senators. So like, every every time space 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 so you funny. you miss a line, you're just sitting there going, Space King. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, he's talking uh, to this motherfucking Space King chaos,
3: motherfucking
1: chaos Space King. Well, that's why there's chaos because there's two space kings. (laughs) He's gone mad with power. There's Sun Hot and Sun Hot, Sun Hot, Pluto Cold, and and King Chaos. Those are our two two space kings. Sounds like
2: flavors of Monster Energy drink. Nah, you wouldn't think it's feuding space kings. it's sun
3: hot
1: (laughs) new from monster energy it sounds like a soup at a Vietnamese restaurant (laughs) I'll have the large sun hot uh, extra jalapenos I'll take the king chaos crab also (laughs) sun hot yeah we know it's a sun (laughs) wow (laughs) sun hot (laughs) man I'm. I'm just going to incorporate what I learned in college today. Sun hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: so you got him! You're fucking.
1: You're George Lucas. It's
2: good. Is my new favorite so thing. Good. Whatever you, whatever you think your impression
3: is Is whatever But that <laughs> fucking self aggrandizing Chuckle was my favorite thing That you've done <laughs> Where he thinks he's Clever and he's like alright. He's, like, <laughs> he's like What's a space guy doing all by himself It's Han Solo <laughs> All by
2: myself
1: <laughs> Okay Ah. Uh. Uh courtyard academy of chathos chathouse tanawi a landspeeder roars into a courtyard of the academy at chathos valor jumps out and runs up to the large heavy doors of the academy they are locked he bangs madly on the carved metallic m- m- metallic? metallic door until finally an old woman manages to swing it open valor rushes past her into the main courtyard where Princess Zara and her handmaiden, Mina, struggle with two large cases. They are followed by two very old matrons, dragging several more cases. Forget the cases, we've no time. These are my things, they must... I said forget them and hurry. Just who do you think you are? Valor grabs the princess by the arm and hauls her to the speeder. Mina and the old women run after them.
3: I will not be treated like this. You will bring my things. My father will have your head, etc.
1: (laughs) Zara struggles to break away from the young warrior's grasp, and he opens the door of the speeder. Settle down. When the door to the speeder is opened, Mina starts in, and Valor stops her. You must stay. Here, take the crest. Fucking cold. Like for real his
3: oh no don't don't take that crest the last crest he gave away exploded
1: <laughs> so okay if i'm following any of this correctly the bad guys are coming to like attack this planet blow it up yes. and kill everybody yes and skywalker's like go save the princess and only the princess In fact, if some bitch tries to get in your car, make sure she doesn't, even if it takes longer than just letting her get in.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no. the princess was just vacationing in here. He's like, go get her. Don't and and play it cool. Don't really like cause a big
1: ruckus. Yeah. I mean, push (laughs) some old ladies down if you have to. Just don't tell anybody they're all going to die.
2: Don't pull your dick out.
1: And you know what the the fucking princess can you could stand to, you know, have her best friend murdered because, yeah she's had it too easy.
3: Well, he comes in at 100. He's not even like, hey, uh, princess, we we, we have a situation. Can you please come with me? He's like, just lands. Like, get the fuck in the car. (laughs) Get in the car, bitch. Shaking her. (laughs) Leave your bags there. Some whore. I swear to God. (laughs) i I'll put a locket on you so fucking fast, (laughs) and he throws up his crypt signs. (laughs) 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 Get the car, bitch! It's all planned about to explode. The the are like what? What I'm a die no, guys, (laughs) motherfucker!
1: Wow, Captain Valor,
3: laser bad.
2: Sun hot, skirt, skirt.
1: Captain Valor rips the royal crest from the princess's neck and hands it to the startled handmaiden. The old women gasp in horror. The princess starts hitting Captain Valor with little result. Mina's not staying. I'm not leaving her. You can't. Valor punches her square in the jaw and knocks her cold. (laughs) fast. Keep going. Mina is. I would. This is like if if uh if Leia gave Han some lip, and he was just like, you know what, your worship. Oh fuck this! P- punch. It's straight cockroach, bitch. Like that's. What I'm saying
3: though, she did. This would be when she wakes up, or when she when he knocks her the fuck out and drags her away. The old maids look at her and go. This is some rescue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Valor punches her square in the jaw and knocks her cold. Mina is panic-stricken. One of the old women faints, and another starts for Valor with a large staff. She'll be all right. I'm taking her to safety as ordered. You will wear the crest and continue as before. The authority of Captain Valor's voice stops the old lady. He places the princess into the speeder and maneuvers it out of the courtyard. Mina puts on the crest as the speeder races away from the academy. War Room, Underground Fortress, Tanawi, Queen Breha, Oeta, and Puck are escorted into a rest area of the War Room. General Skywalker sits rigidly in a chair in the communications area, apparently asleep. We've made contact, sir. The general opens his eyes and takes the intercom mic. What is it, general? The
4: Royal Star Force will attack on the rising of the sun. My agent made it back. I now have proof. I need the war code.
3: I'll relay it directly
4: to the computer. Is very, uh... The royal family is safe. Captain Valor has gone after Princess Zara.
1: I'm on my way back. Red Plains, Tonawi. The small caravan of four speeders sits motionless on the vast red plains of Tanawi. The king returns to the intercom, returns the intercom to the pilot and takes a small metallic card from around his neck and gives it to the co-pilot.
3: SEND THIS SUBLAND PRIORITY ONE GET US BACK TO CALVUS IMMEDIATELY Wait, Calvis.
1: CALVUS IMMEDIATELY Wait, Cal- what the fuck is Calvis? Has anyone said Calvus in this whole script? Is that where Skywalker is? Is he at a place that they haven't bothered to give us the name of when they've named every place in the entire galaxy?
3: I also think in the midst of coming up with all these nonsense words he forgot the word underground so he called it
2: subland
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh do they do the Lucas talking about that
3: yeah 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 give you give him a good <laughs> chuckle for subland.
1: Subland, it's, um, you know, when, uh, you are, it's not, it's not over the airwaves because that's, that's not safe. They must have wires buried in the ground and they send it subland, which (laughs) it's going to another planet. So I don't, um, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's the best. (laughs) I did it. <laughs> Episode ten, everyone.
2: <laughs> Subland. Subland. <laughs>
1: it's the name of his favorite hoagie shop.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a, it's the theme park that he's trying to make. <laughs> Footlongs for everybody. <laughs> All the roller coasters look like hoagies. <laughs> the four speeders turn around and scream away in the direction from which they came they pass a huge ultra sleek power plow which is planting green fungus in endless furrows two clay covered farmers riding atop the ponderous machine watch the speeders disappear over the horizon the two more people to cast for no reason (laughs) <laughs> the twin sons peek over the distant hillside and make their way into the vivid green sky a bright object twinkling in early morning heavens catches the eye of the older of the two farmers and he brings the machine to a lumbering halt the younger farmer also notices the object and stares into the green sky shading his eyes to get a better view Suddenly, there is a huge, bright, atomic flash on the horizon. A few moments later, a thunderous shaking, followed by high winds, tumbles the old farmer from his perch. A second flash on the opposite horizon brings another jolting earthquake, and the younger farmer collapses, terror frozen on his face. Ready room. Spaceport outpost. Tanawi. Chaos. Red scramble lights are flashing. Alert horns and attack buzzers create an unbelievable cacophony. Air warriors with the what? Air warriors? Ah, airbenders. With a distinctive circle and cross medallion on their white spacesuits, scramble out of the low concrete ready room, grabbing helmets and space packs as they race out of the door. Oh, they're Templars. It's so weird that he's literally describing to us like military insignia as if we're to understand it at on site
2: right did you just say space packs
1: what? yeah,
2: yeah. helmets and space packs I like
1: oh. that oh I, I see packs. there's so much garbage in this script I didn't even clock that Space packs, sure. Moving on. <laughs> can't go, can't leave without my space pack, which obviously is just a backpack full of treats.
3: Obviously,
1: you got your Sunny D packet in there. You got some uh, some gummies, probably a little Lunchables. You know, for when you're in space, you need that shit.
3: Military spaceman.
1: Attack runway, <laughs> spaceport outpost, Tonawi. 30 pilots and navigators dash in unison to a line of waiting two-man starships of the Destroyer class. Ground crews scurry back and forth, loading last-minute armament and unlocking power couplings. Pilot leader, a rugged, handsome boy of 20, gives his ground crew a signal that his is okay. He has a winning smile and a distinctive scar along the side of his face. His crew chief pats him on the back, What? Okay. We just had a whole paragraph just describing this pilot leader, but he couldn't, like, he seems like he's really important, but no name.
3: Wait, isn't this the same one that was with chick
1: one or whatever? Who fucking knows? This is pilot leader, that was just pilot. Oh, okay, I understand. Knock them all the way back to Granicus! The canopy is closed, and the powerful starship moves onto the runway. Other crewmen say goodbye to their pilots, some grinning and others kidding, all with a great deal of hidden emotion. The din of four dozen retro rockets cuts through the uproar, and fifteen silver spacecraft leave the runway and disappear into the morning cloud cover. War Room, Underground Fortress, Tanawi. The general stands before a giant display of the Tanaian solar system. Montross signals the general.
3: They're away, sir. 15 from Gordon, 20 from Ansel. All other spaceports were destroyed. The king hasn't arrived yet.
2: Keep checking. Put the starship into intercom over the PA.
1: <laughs> the general sits at one of the intercom panels and puts on a headphone. A row of monitors is before him. He turns to Montrose. Where are they? Space. Tonawi in eclipse. The eerie reddish-yellow planet of Tanawi slowly drifts into view from total eclipse. A small, bright speck orbiting the planet sparkles in the light of the twin suns. The six deadly starships settle ominously into the background, foreground, moving swiftly toward the orbiting speck. As the sleek starships move closer, the orbiting speck is revealed to be a gargantuan space fortress. The moon-sized satellite fortress dwarfs the approaching fighters. Every few moments, explosions create blinding flashes on the planet's surface. As the fortress bombards the planet with a fusillade of laser bolts. Appropriate. Mm Mm-hmm. Tonawian That one's Josh, everybody
3: Not it, not it (laughs) Everybody hands up
1: (laughs) This shit just keeps going Plop Tonawian starship Interior Pilot leader in the first ship Signals to his navigator who sits in a small Isolated glass bubble to the rear of the craft General Skywalker is seen On one of many monitors a view of the Space Fortress is on another. The rest are filled with various computer readouts and displays. One of the other starships reports to pilot leader. This is Devil Six.
3: Um, uh, look, you want me to look do at, Devil Six? Uh, look at the size of that thing. Hey, Co- Coelho, I, remi- I hope you remembered to bring your pop gun, because I think we got us a big one for this time. We caught us a big one this time.
1: Cut off, Devil Six. Stand by.
4: It looks like... It looks like us still using the basic quad tri-station configuration. Use a ranger defense. Concentrate on breath ports and lock
1: areas. Affirmative, base. Copy and transmit. Devil Two, check your rotation plates.
3: Roger, boss. We're getting a threshold disturbance on Gyro Three.
4: Switch over, Five. Cover it. Devil Pack, generate a spread 6 formation. May the force of others protect you.
3: Oh no.
1: <laughs> it is This Just be power leader, fuck it. Okay. Settle in. Devil Pack, stand by. Mark 5, break off. Here we go. Yo. <laughs> You're right, Jeff. That, that spaceship goes on way too long. It is pretty extra. It's, <laughs> it's extra as fun. <laughs> Space. Tonoian Ta- Starship. Fuel pods are jettisoned. The half dozen fighters break off into a power line attack of, on the huge fortress. Multiple laser bolts streak from the starships, creating small explosions on the complex surface of the fort. Interior. Main corridor. Royal Space Fortress. The chaos of battle echoes through the vast corridors of the fortress. Walls buckle and cave I think we have reached the opening of the movie.
3: <laughs>
1: Walls buckle and cave in, sucking debris and personnel into the vacuum of outer space. Alarm sirens scream as soldiers scramble to large turbo-powered laser gun empla- emplacements. Turbo-powered. Sergeants yell orders through the smoke and confusion. Men and robots of various shapes and sizes run to their battle stations. This is the first mention of a robot in the whole fucking script. And he just like drops it in like men and robots. Yeah, robots.
3: <laughs> also, there are robots.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, at one point in Genesis in the Bible, uh, they literally just drop in and also there were giants at this time <laughs> right you got but they were do. only like they were only like 62 though and that's what george is doing here he's like men men of <laughs> men of various shapes and sizes run to their hold on backspace backspace and and robots of various shapes and sizes <laughs> nailed it <laughs> uh War Room, Underground Fortress, Tanawi. The monitors with pictures from the strange starships suddenly go blank. Technicians check channels as others in the war room silently listen to the action over the intercom. The general remains calm but concerned. Tighten it up, Devil 2. Tighten it up. Watch those towers. Heavy fire, boss. 23 degrees. I see it. Pull in. We're picking up some interference. Wow. I've never seen such firepower. Pull in, Devil
3: 2. Pull in. I'm all right, boss. I've got a target. There's so much
1: action. Get out. Break off. Acknowledge. Devil 6, can you see Devil 2? I've lost him. There's a very heavy fire
3: zone on this side. My radar's jammed.
2: Uh, well, These are two different ones Um, <clears throat> He's gone, no, wait There he is, Dang. thin damage
1: But he's alright A sigh of relief sweeps across the war room The monitors flash on Then off again
3: Watch your back, boss, watch your back
1: Tanawi Starship The speedy little fighters dart Back and forth across the soft underbelly Of the fortress, leaving a trail of Destruction behind them <laughs> Converge on South Axis Point,.394. It appears accessible. I'm going to map the surface. Devil 4, cover me. Pilot leader and Devil 4 dive in unison through the forest of radar domes, antennae, and gun towers. Devil 4 fires into the protrusions as the two starships crisscross the surface of the fortress. Suddenly, a dense barrage of laser fire erupts from a tower. Catching Devil 4 broadside, the spacecraft bursts into a million flaming pieces. Pilot leader reacts to the loss of his wingman, but continues on his mission. Sub hallway, Royal Space Fortress. That's the hallway where I keep all my sandwiches. Constant explosions (laughs) rock the interior of the fortress. Civilians, including women and children, scurry for safety in the panic-ridden hallways. Two construction robots, A2 and C3, are blown, slipping and sliding across the hallway floor into some freight canisters. Both robots are rather old and battered. A2 is a short, three feet, claw-armed tripod. His face is a mass of computer lights surrounded by a radar eye. C3 is a tall, gleaming android of human proportions. He is thin with a totally metallic surface. The robots attempt to get out from under the c- canisters, but rushing gas from a broken pipe keeps knocking them over.
3: You wanna do C3 and me, R2? Oh,
2: me, or Sean? Josh. You want me to be C3PO?
3: Yeah, cause I think I'm gonna do a- A2 with like LeFou. Cause okay. he never had a voice, so I'm giving him a bit. This is madness.
2: We're going to be destroyed. Is that where we're at? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know I was reading. Okay. (laughs) Fucking drunk, dude.
4: (laughs) This is madness. We're going to be destroyed. I'm still not accustomed to space travel.
3: The external bombardment does appear to be the concentrated in this area. The structure has exceeded the normal stress quotient by 0.4, although there appears to be no immediate danger. No
1: immediate danger? You're faulty this is madness a2 gives c3 a sheepish look and clings to a side rail for dear life as debris falls through the high hallway to starship devil 2 a young hotshot of about 16 years miraculously dives his ship through a virtual wall of laser fire and blasts a huge radar disc into dust Devil 2 signals his navigator, who lets out a whooping whooping cheer as the craft veers into a victory roll. Great moves, Devil 2! Regroup at point 201. Coincide, Devil 6. Devil
4: 1, your map protection shows a weak point at the south portal. Niner point six.
1: Concentrate the attack on that point. Coordinate. I see it. It looks good. Devil Five and Devil Three bob and weave in formation toward a giant transformer jutting from the fort's surface.
3: Uh, I gotta- We're we're hit! We're hit! Eject! Eject! Babs! Babs! Do you read? I'm okay. I can hold it. Clear me a little, Devil Five. Watch it!
1: Watch it! Devil Three wobbles a little, then drops away sharply, plowing into a laser gun emplacement causing a hideous series of chain-reaction explosions.
0: Fade out.
1: I mean, let's face it, guys. This sequence isn't going to end anytime soon, so we may as well call it a day.
3: I sure hope not. (laughs)
2: <laughs> At least we get to see, like, the the original iterations of where all that shit came from.
3: Yeah, but like Sean said, we actually just caught up with a new hope. Yeah. When you 30 pages in or whatever.
1: Yeah, we're pretty much on the Tantive 4. uh, And I'm just so happy that R2 and 3PO are here. I... Guys, I think we made it further already than uh, I did on my previous attempt at this script on the show.
2: Wow, this is on New
1: territory now. Interesting. I don't remember getting to R2 and 3PO because I did not remember R2 being named A2. That's our boy. It's my boy. So, yeah, um... Maybe now we'll sort of get a better idea Of what's happening from now on Maybe it'll be Closer to what we understand And recognize there's, there's still like 80 pages left to go Like what the fuck is about to happen I Yeah it's gonna
2: be an amalgam Of all the fucking movies
1: 33 pages In two episodes Is not super fast We're typically Like 20 pages an episode On this show
3: well, there's a lot to
2: dissect here.
1: It's so dense. But are you guys enjoying
2: it? Absolutely. I'm having fun. There's lots okay. of uh, lots of talky-talky and that's my favorite.
3: I'd say I like I like dialogue exchanges. I like being able to read against
1: you guys. Oh, yeah. I love dialogue exchanges because there were like solid minutes where I didn't have to talk.
3: <laughs> it's like Lord of the Rings but from your end.
1: <laughs> yeah I mean he does have like giant blocks of just nonsense direction but he also has giant blocks of nonsense dialogue that I don't have to be a part of
3: but if, you, if you're if you're really paying attention all your narration is actually read read through me and Josh talking to each other because he basically just makes the characters say everything you just read
1: but in like dialogue form that's true it's like (laughs) the (laughs) the planet's green sky oh my god we're surrounded by green sky in our spaceship
3: it. like it matches with the sun and the green sky like it's just you're saying it and then we say it
1: (laughs) so josh tell all our lovely listeners where they can go to find you and hire you for stuff to, to to be doing Oh man, I've been making a whole bunch
2: of content lately Doing video stuff, voice work uh, I do a little bit of audio uh, Audio engineering type shit If you want to hook up with me Or you like anything uh, I do on this show um, I'm in the Atlanta area You can reach me at J-O-S-H Josh at JoshuaJBaker.com um, You can check out my, some of my work At JoshuaJBaker.com Or just shoot me an email I'm also on Instagram I'm on Facebook I'm on TikTok now Holla at me Yeah, at
1: you holla boy. at your boy Holla at your boy uh, And then um, For all the Table Reads stuff, just go to TableReadsPodcast.com uh, If you want to subscribe on the platform of your choice Just fucking search for Table Reads uh, We're the only Show like this um, Also, I did want to announce That we have partnered With the other unproduced screenplay uh, Podcasts ...known as Screenplay Archaeology. Uh, they've been a big help to us, uh, helped us track down some scripts over the years. They don't read the scripts the way we do, so if you want to get through all the information on a particular unproduced script... ...in a single episode instead of 11 episodes, uh, you can head over to Screenplay Archaeology. Um, they are now on my our uh, mini-podcast network, Fandom Lim Media... Um, and also on that network is Stargirl After Show. If you like the show Stargirl, go to Stargirl After Show. You won't be disappointed. Uh, I host that show and produce it. And it has uh, cast and crew interviews, behind the scenes info, more information than you can shake a dick at. Uh, that's it. You guys is got that anything a challenge?
3: else? <laughs> Did you just challenge me I've to shake a dick at my dick? Death? At-
2: at smaller things, <laughs> <laughs> I am the mightiest of dick
1: sinkers. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys have anything else before we get out of here? That's it, that's it brother. Uh, that's it, man. All right, guys. Uh, join us next week as we continue into the madness of this Star Wars script. Uh, and until then, of course, we will miss you. podcast was created
0: by Sean McBean. For more, visit tablereadspodcast.com. Cut to black.